Hello and welcome to Oh, You Have to See That. I'm Anthony and I'm here with my first guest, Mark. Mark, welcome to the show that we're making up as we go along. Yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's the way it should be. It's where all, the, where all the best creativity comes from, I think. Yeah. So this uh, is the podcast that is 100% not a excuse for me to force my friends to watch movies I want to yell about. So in this, uh, we're each going to come forward with a movie that the other person has to see. For me, mm -hmm. I'm going with A Scanner Darkly, which is 2004, I believe. 2006, A Scanner Darkly, based on the Philip K. Dick novel. Or I think that was a full novel. I don't think it was a short story. What do you bring in today? Mine is uh, definitely in Bruges. Uh, it is a 2008 film starring uh, Colin Farrell. Which is a movie that, um, until you talked to me about it, I had never heard about before. But I'm coming to find out I apparently am the only one who's never heard of it. Because several people I mentioned to him and like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. It, it seems, and I don't want to jump into this, you know, too much just yet. But it, it is very interesting the amount of people that have not heard of this. So don't, so don't feel alone. And when I sort of get into, you know, you know why you should see it when I, once I get into the meat of it, I'll, I'll explain why that is the case as well. But, but yeah, it's a, it's a shame. It really is because the, the movie is just fantastic. So I'm excited to see it. I, I to talk a bit about the format for this. Um, each month we're going to have three episodes, uh, this is obviously the first one for this month, as it's the very first episode ever. Uh, but in this episode, we're going to be pretty low on spoilers. So if you've not seen either of these movies, that's fine. I have not seen In Bruges yet, and I believe you have not yet seen A Scanner Darkly. That is correct. Yeah. Um, but for this episode, we're basically going to tell each other, this is why you have to see it. Uh, then we're going to watch those. We're going to come back. And next episode, we'll be talking about one of them. And then the third episode for the month, we'll be talking about the other. We'll figure out the order in a bit. So you'll have a bit of time between this episode and the next to get out there and watch those. I did check. Both of these movies are available on some streaming service or another. So they're all out. There. They're both out there. I would say with uh, within Bruges, um, I don't think it's currently available for free on any streaming services. Like with like Hulu, I think like right now you have to have some sort of add on package um, mm -hmm. to see in Bruges. So it, it can be a, a little uh, uh, trying, I suppose. Um, I ended up watching it on DVD. So a quick Google search gives me like it's on iTunes and Google Play and Vudu for like four bucks. Or yeah, Amazon it's pretty for seven. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Scanner Darkly is between three and four bucks on YouTube, Amazon, iTunes, and apparently on Vudu for free. So you can get them. They're out yep. there. But before we jump into the movies, Mark, do you have anything you want to pimp? Where is your online presence? Do you have any? Uh, not really right now. Um, I mean, I used to do some Twitch streaming uh, at TeleosBit. Uh, that's T-E-L-E-I-O-S-B-I-T. Uh, but to be honest with you, I, I have not. Um, I haven't streamed in a while, so I've been sort of taking a step back and been learning guitar and some some interesting things on myself lately. So. Don't, don't expect me to be too active. Cool. I'm going to promote for you because it promotes me as well. But uh, eventually you're going to be a player in an Urban Shadows uh, AP I'm putting out. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And you know me. I can be found on Twitter at Ice in the Year. And on 
on websites at icnear.com. <laughs> I'm good at words, so yeah. I'm glad I chose a career that is entirely my words. Uh, okay, let's jump into this. I am going to tell you why you need to watch A Scanner Darkly. Excellent. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's great. All right, so I guess we can just wrap it up now then, huh? Perfect. Cool. Thank you all for watching. I've been Stephen King, and you read the book. No. Right. Um, part of why I chose to scan it darkly specifically for you is because I know you don't like animation. That is correct. Yep. And you've, you've talked to me a bit about why you don't like animation. I don't know how much you want to go into that. But Scanner Darkly has like a posterize effect over the entire movie. And I think that is a thing that would turn you off like at a gut reaction. But I adore it specifically because of how that interacts with mm. the theme of what's going on. It's a movie about America after we lost the war on drugs. There is a drug out there called D because, you know, yeah, I, I don't know if D substance D substance death is better yeah. or worse than nuke in like just smack you in the face with blatant blatantness. But you know what? It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. But it, it's it's a world after we've lost the war on drugs when mm -hmm. where there's this hyper addictive drug like in the movie, this uh, drug is described as either you're addicted to D or you've never tried it. It doesn't require oh, wow. any okay. pre genetic like genetic predisposition. It is just the most addictive drug. And right. it's about like an undercover agent in a special task force who ends up investigating himself because his superiors do not know who he is. Oh, wow. Okay. And you've read a bit of Philip K. Dick. It's mm -hmm. mind trippy. It's heavily focusing on just the collapsing of reality around this person. And that posterized effect where everything looks both real and off at the same time just so substantially adds to the mood of it all. And I'm really excited to see your reaction to this. Yeah, so from, from your description there, is that supposed to also be, and, and maybe I'm just looking far too into this, but is that also supposed to be sort of a, like a, a metaphor almost for his like perceived reality, I guess, as well? I, where I really think so, yeah. There's, I'm avoiding spoilers, but they're like, there are parts where while watching it, you're like, wait, is that posterized effect even here? Because like sometimes things look so much more real and sometimes yeah. they're more abstracted. And it just gives you such a good feeling of like swimming through this hallucinated what is reality feel while the character's going through it. I'm just pumped for that. Yeah, and I, and I, I think there is, I, and I'm I'm pumped too, uh, just because, you know, we, we've been, you know, friends for a while now. And, you know, I think you just I mean, I know friends but well you know like I mean, I'll go acquaintances uh, yeah distant distant acquaintances you know oh. on a good day uh, <laughs> i'd be on the spot here bro yeah, yeah right yeah. um yeah. but so, so i take your your recommendations in high regard but i i would like to sort of go back for a moment just just to talk about my sort of uh dislike for animation um because i, I think that would be relevant to when we sort of get into my review after i've seen it right uh but but yes uh, truth truth be told um, I don't like any animation. I, I don't like things like South Park. I don't like King of the Hill. Uh, I don't like uh, Rick and Morty. I, I don't like any of those things. Yeah, um, episode one. Let's piss off everyone. What's your feelings on Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Fuck right. Mikey, right. <laughs> uh, how about Stephen King? Fuck that dude. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and and I, I know if you're 
Right. And if you're listening to this, you're like, you know, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this guy and he sounds like an absolute heathen. Now you're probably right. However, <laughs> um, I just want to, I just want that to be uh, well known that I just, it's just not something that I've ever been a huge fan of, but I did watch the, the trailer and everything like that. And I was actually really excited to see it. And I'm, I'm hoping that this can actually be the one thing that actually is, is almost like my gateway drug or my gateway movie yeah. <laughs> into uh, into more sort of animated media, I suppose. What I'm I'm really excited about specifically with the animation thing, and there are other reasons I've picked this movie, but this is the one I'm queuing in on. Is um, do you mind if I talk about like the when you were telling me the specifics of why you don't like animation? Yeah, definitely. Let's let's do it. Because you had mentioned, if you want to explain this, you can explain it better than I can. You had mentioned that like for you the emotional connection comes mainly from facial expression. Am I getting that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, that's, that's spot on. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And that exact reason is why I'm so excited for this, because I think a big part of the, the choice to posterize the choice to make everything unreal is to emotionally distance you. Right. To put you in that feel. And I'm, I'm really curious how a movie that seems to be, made entirely around the thing you don't like for the reason you don't like it is going to work for you. Right. I, I almost, I really do believe that. And again, like I said, I, I watched the trailer and it, it, it really does have me excited. So I've been sort of, you know, purposely waiting to see it until we recorded this session. And yeah, I'm, I, I, cause I, I feel like it's, it's either going to be like, I really, really hate it or like, I like, I absolutely love it. And it really does just sort of open my eyes to this and I can no longer be a, a heathen with bad opinions. So, right. <laughs> I will give you a warning. So the very first time I saw this movie was in this indie theater. It's actually like an old opera house that they converted into a movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I had to go to the bathroom during it. And this theater had speakers in the bathroom, which was great because you can continue hearing the movie. It was just a one oh, screen cool. theater. Yeah. The problem was I'm sitting here barbecue sauce on my titties now, i'm sitting there <laughs> taking a dump and i get to hear keanu reeves sex grunts just <laughs> echoing through this tiny bit so i came out of that movie traumatized and i still love it but i hadn't watched it actually in a few years and i rewatched it yesterday to kind of get myself back in the headspace for it and god i i when i chose it i was like eh, it was a really good movie i think we'll right know. Right. After we watched it last night, I was like, God, this is such a good movie. I love this movie. Yeah, awesome. Uh, like like I said, e even with my sort of uh, weird aversion to animation, uh, the the trailer really, it it just, it really did seem like something I had never really seen before. Just the sort of uh, tone was very sort of different. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to really get that accurate in a, you know, what, what are we talking about? A minute and a half trailer. Right. Um, but in, in that minute and a half, I definitely, like I said, I, I got really, really excited to see it. So, and uh, so the, the other main reason I picked this one and I can't give any examples yet cause it's all spoilery, but this movie does a phenomenal job of keeping the anxiety and tension and the seriousness really high while being genuinely hilarious. And I'm excited to see that. Uh, also the cast, this has a good cast, like top billing for Keanu Reeves is our main character. Mm -hmm. we got Winona Ryder, Woody Harrelson, Robert Downey Jr. And 
Mitch Baker. Well, yeah. So I, I think, uh, yeah, a few of those people might be a little, a little known, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a hundred percent honest until I noticed Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. was in this last night. And I've seen this movie. I think I've watched it three or four times at this point. Didn't realize it was him at all until I, I noticed the gas list last night. Yeah, that, that is, that is a hell of a cast. Uh, I, I almost get scared when I see a cast like that. Um, Cause I'm like, what, what is going on here? <laughs> um, a, a lot of times like these, these big name actors, when you get that many of them together, I'm just like, is that going to turn out well? Cause like, who am I supposed to be paying attention to now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So but yep. it's, it, it's exciting to hear that, uh, apparently it worked out really, really well. In my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, I guess that wraps up my section. So that is why you have to see a scanner darkly. Alrighty. So what you got for me? All right, so so what I got for you today is um, in Bruges. You know, obviously we talked a little bit about it uh, at the beginning of the of this episode here. Again, it came out in two thousand eight, and before I sort of get into exactly why you have, you have to see this, like before I get into that, I, I want to sort of first talk about I guess the elephant in the room, which is the trailer. I feel like the most natural reaction to someone listening to the show is going to be like, oh, okay, I've never even heard of that movie or I've heard of it and I don't really know anything about it. So the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to go to YouTube or, or something like that and you're going to watch the, the, the trailer to sort of find out what it's all about. E-bombs world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I would like to point out that the that the trailer is is absolutely terrible. It is 100% trash. It, and don't even only take my word for it. You can look at all of the top comments on YouTube and they actually all talk about just how bad the trailer is. Right. To the point that you recommended to me, I not watch the trailer until after the movie. Yes. So I have not watched the trailer. I've not seen this movie. Right. Which makes it really hard for me to convince people to watch this movie because I'm like, okay, you really got to watch this movie. Whatever you do, don't watch the trailer and don't look it up at all. As a matter of fact, don't know anything. <laughs> Just sit down and, and watch it. And I, I promise you, you're going to, you're going to enjoy yourself. Uh, and it sounds like most of my like blind date pre <laughs> like, hey, don't look me up. Honestly, don't do any research. There's a lot of videos online. Don't watch them. Yeah. I have not been on a date in five years, so maybe I should change this strategy. <laughs> right. Oh, geez. Um, anyway, so let me let me dive right, right into it now. Now that we've gotten over the the weird sort of trailer thing, because if you watch if you watch the if you watch the trailer, you will 100% not want to watch the movie. That's just how it is. The trailer's terrible. It has a weird tone. It's weird. Anyway, so I did. I did also rewatch this movie. Um, I actually watched it earlier today. It's been probably about a year or two since I've seen it, and I think we can all sort of relate to this thing where you know I've seen this movie so many times, and when I went to see it this morning, I I was sort of I went into it with some apprehension, I guess, because I have seen it so many times, and I was like, I wonder if this movie still has that magic for me. You know, or or am I going to like sort of struggle through this movie because I have seen it so many times? Right, right. And it it hasn't lost anything at all. Uh, like I, I I sat there and watched it and just was just completely absorbed by 
the the characters and what was going on almost right from the beginning. And and I, I don't want to give any spoilers away, um, but it's it's very interesting. I think this movie is sort of technically uh, oh let's let's see. According to this, it's a drama slash crime movie. But it's really sort of it was really advertised as a comedy, and it, yeah, that's it's what you're mentioning. Yeah, and it's really weird because in the very beginning of the movie, I'd say the first like twenty minutes, the, there's just the movie has this weird pacing and sort of, I guess emotionally, you don't even really know what to think about it. There's some like really funny shit going on. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, like one of the characters will say something like really dark and. It's almost like I felt confused watching in that first like 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, you're sort of shown what the main character is going through. Like after about the first 20 minutes, okay, you're, you're shown what the main character is actually struggling with internally. And it's so powerful. And again, you sort of what you're actually seeing in the movie, and this is so tough because I, I want to talk about specific bits and things like that. But but what you what you really do see is a man who is truly, truly filled with regret and who, who is really struggling with depression. And it's it's it feels so real and so authentic while also having those those funny times. And it almost in some ways it makes the funny things even more funny because when he does say like the offhand comment or something, you sort of know it's actually coming from a sort of like a dark place. And, I, and again, if you've never seen it before, like a lot of this just may not make any sense, but you really are just sort of, and Colin Farrell, who I'm not even a huge fan of, to be honest with you, he just does so well with his like facial expressions and like what he's going through. And, and in this movie, you're allowed to see his facial expressions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Do we get a sexy bathroom grunt from him? You do not. Unfortunately, you don't there. And we, we said we wouldn't talk about spoilers. However, I, I will say that, and you know, I don't know what everybody's into, but there is, a bit of a bathroom scene where he uh, he is brushing his teeth. Ooh, I so will wear my loose pants. I know. I should have said spoiler alert before I said that. Um, you know, if you don't even watch the movie now, I completely understand. I gave the whole thing away. But yeah, like uh, I said, I mean, this this honestly, this movie, I think I would just cancel the podcast. You really should. Yeah, right, right here on out. Like it's it's. I've already ruined it. I've ruined the whole damn thing. It's um, done. <laughs> right. Mm. But in, yeah, like I said, I mean, I for me, I feel like it's so hard to to find movies where I really felt like the main theme was actually an internal struggle. Like, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, there's there's things going on sort of exterior to this, and which you know we'll we'll talk about once we actually get into it. But the main theme of this really is his internal struggle with his regret and, and how much it is just absolutely destroying him on the inside. And, and like I said, I mean, I, I'm me personally, I've just been always just blown away by it. it to me, it's just, it's, it's so powerful. So, um, I had to say we picked just two cheery movies to start. This oh, off. definitely. 
Absolutely. definitely. Um, yeah, too, you know, too bad, you know, with the, with sort of the light, lighthearted tones, it's a bad thing. Like, you know, we're not releasing this around Christmas to really cheer up the holidays. And right. Like you know that. what? Let's make this a triple feature. Let's also <laughs> just throw in uh, Requiem for a Dream. Just because yeah. why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That movie that I watched once and I'm just like, no. <laughs> Beautiful movie. My problem with that movie, just to, just to jump off course, because that's my brand, mm-hmm. is there's no good time to watch it. If you watch it when you're in a good mood, you're in a terrible mood at the end of it. If you watch it when you're in a terrible mood, you're dead by the end of it. So I don't I don't exactly know how to tell you this, um, but I have never seen it. Oh, wow. You should start a podcast with someone other than me <laughs> and watch it, because I have recently renewed my lease on life. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, gorgeous movie, beautiful cinematography, soul crushingly depressing. Okay, Ooh, let me real. like starts uh, depressing, gets worse. And and again, this is again just way off topic, but I'm I'm looking it up now. I think oh the yeah, happiest okay. ending is someone ended up in jail. That's probably the happiest ending in the in the story. I mean, this movie does have some some pretty awesome reviews. So oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's just soul crushing. Right. Highly recommend everyone watch it once. Have like a safety partner to make sure you're a safe, you're okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's real depressing, but okay. Back on topic. I am pumped to watch this uh, in Bruges. Like you've been talking it up without with giving me so minimalistic details. I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't wait. And I, yeah. I feel like with this combo, there's going to be a lot of nice comparisons between them. Yeah, I really, I really, really do uh, hope that there is. Um, and yeah, it really is. It really is tough to talk about a movie that you love so much and hardly anyone has seen it so you never get to talk about the movie itself because you're never trying to give away spoilers you're like please just please just watch the movie i'm begging you please and that's that's a big part of the the um reason for the format for this uh this first episode is we're not doing spoilers so that you all as listeners have a chance to go out and watch these movies. So you can join us next time where we will not be giving spoiler warnings, at least for the movies we're intending to discuss. If we get off topic, we'll give some spoiler warnings there. All right. So did you, did you want to talk about in, in Bruges anymore? Um, did you have any follow up questions before we sort of uh, get into it or? Uh, I mean, if you have anything else to say, rock out, I don't have any questions that aren't spoilery. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, no, I, I think I, hopefully uh, for the people that are listening, especially to, to you as well, I, I hope I've done a good job with with hyping this movie up. And and that is why I think you should watch In Bruges. Excellent. Excellent. So jumping back again, because this is our first episode, a little bit more about format. This the first episode of each month where we do this, the why you got to watch it is going to be shorter. I expect the next two episodes where we talk about each movie to be a bit longer. So uh, on our next episode, we'll be talking about a scanner darkly, but I don't know how to end this podcast. All right, y'all y'all done heard it. Now go watch some movies. (laughs) All right, (laughs) y'all you done heard it. Now go watch some movies. There, there it is. There it is. Hey everyone. It's Anthony from the future. Um, so After recording the second session of this, where we discussed the movies, I decided on doing a bit of a format change. Instead of it being three episodes coming out the first three weeks of the month, we're going to be doing two episodes, the first and third Thursday of each month. Basically, splitting the movies into their own episodes, 
came super awkward because uh, there was a lot of like comparison between the movies. And honestly, it just kind of fit the format. It, it was it was a better fit to change it to this two episode format. So, yeah, we will see you in on the first and third Thursday of each month. Thanks again.